game of life is a game, and you have to play it to the fullest. And um, I graduated, you know, I'm in college now, the college of life. What's going on? This is Arden here bringing you into a new episode of Untitled, an ongoing therapy session. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to this Saturday's edition. Um, This show can currently be found on Anchor and Apple Podcasts, but don't worry, we'll be expanding very soon. God willing to Spotify, maybe a couple other places. Um, Quick life update for me. Quick life update that I need to give to you guys because it's officially been a week. A week since our first episode and a week since I was telling you guys about my um, my relationship situation, you know, me being in the middle of having to accept it's over because my girlfriend or my ex, should I call her, wanted to move on and me being in that other position of maybe wanting to save our relationship. You know, I was I'm, I'm I was in the middle of that. Um couple of things too I had established in myself you know really trying to live by the whole no contact no social media thing and a week later I'm doing okay I'm doing okay um with those things because if I was just to speak about just work and life outside of handling this situation then your boy's doing good <laughs> you dig what I'm saying your boy's doing very very good man I'm, I'm happy I'm straight but when taking into consideration this this magnificent development I'm doing okay and this past week has showed me why that phrase you know um not out of the woods yet means something <laughs> you know you often hear that a lot you know well they're not out of the woods yet but so many people don't really understand that because they just think, oh, man, if you're not really feeling a certain way about something anymore, that you're just good, that you're quote unquote out of the woods. And not really, not really. You know, I, I know I'm still in the woods, but I can see the way out. You know what I'm saying? I can see the street. I can see the highway. I could just see something that could take me to a new path. So that's just where I'm at with it. You know, I've really been sticking by this whole no contact no social media, um, really taking the time to just focus on myself and work on myself. And uh, this last week has really been giving me an opportunity to because, you know, there's, there's been a lot of creative things that I'm involved with right now that I'm just continuing to build off of or will conclude <clears throat> by the end of this month. Um, wrapping up school, I mean, as of this recording, I have one more assignment to complete and then I'm done with the spring semester so I was really just locking in with that and those kind of served as like the perfect distractions from handling this but I am doing okay you know those those moments of loneliness and sadness have been less and less but I will say at the same time I am in that anger shock stage of this breakup or break you know I'll be honest with you I've had my moment so far where I've gotten very angry at her. I've gotten very angry at myself why this is happening. Uh, there's been shock, but that's totally fine because I know I'm going to work through it the right way. And I and I remember even tweeting about this as well, maybe a couple of nights ago. And I remember saying something to the effect of, you know, men, we need to really understand how empowering it is to be 
in control of our emotions, especially when we're really feeling, you know, that that sadness or that anger is just go through it. Just let it out. And I remember even reading something that said when you're in the anger stage of something, right, the, the falling out of a relationship, friendship or whatever, that is good for you to be in that angry stage, even though there's some negatives to it, because mainly it's the matter of you not being fearful anymore you know you're directing that fear you're directing whatever it is onto something else and it's going to ultimately help you see things clearer so that's just where i'm at with it i'm doing okay i'm doing better but as i just said i am not out of the woods yet i'll check in with another relationship update maybe in another week or two now for today's topic and i wanted to do a switch up from talking relationships because at the end of the day i'm not some relationship guru and all that stuff but uh i wanted to talk about today's generation's um handling of depression and i know that's a very touchy subject i know it could be a very controversial subject but my handling of this subject focuses solely on my generation Excuse me, making depression look cool. That's my that's my uh, topic for today. Why have we made depression cool? And side note, before I get into that, I, I apologize if you hear any noise in the background, like a hammer or a drill. Um, the 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 handy the handymen are here uh, in my apartment working on things and they doing what they got to do which i'm cool with because they do a really good job but anyway back to why my uh generation uh, made depression cool uh i think to start off i think we have misused what providing context means to things you know and and if anybody who's listening to this really knows me you know, I'm all for context, you know, but I'm all for context from the standpoint of really making sure that whatever's being described is described properly while also making sure nothing's left behind. But what I think is a negative to context is the fact that everybody, based off of their own personal experiences or research, they try to add too many things to something that is already very clear in what it is, you know, and I won't really get much into that, right? Because that'll lead me down a rabbit hole of talking about sexuality, more things involving uh, emotions, you know, uh, society constructs and much more. But I think from just an emotional standpoint with depression, we've added so many layers to what it means to be depressed on with enabling people to just be depressed that I think the lines have gotten blurry because when folks talk about emotions, it seems it's either, oh, you're happy and you're fine or you're depressed. And the reality is those aren't the only emotions ones can feel. You dig what I'm saying? Like there's a wide spectrum of emotions that you can feel. There's a wide uh, range of emotions you can feel when you're happy. There are options for how you can feel when you're sad and then of course there's just depression and I I just never liked how my generation has simplified the spectrum to just in my honest opinion oh you're either really happy and you know it clap your hands or you're just very depressed and you want to kill yourself or think the world is ending when there is clearly a medium you know folks can be sad folks can be upset folks can be anxious and nervous I'm not saying folks can't But what I'm saying is 
you're not automatically depressed if you're just happy. Now, granted, somebody can hear this and feel away. Somebody can hear this and think, oh, I'm trying to control how people feel. Not really. That's not the case. I'm just trying to remind people that there are many more emotions out there that you can feel that really resonates with how you feel, right? Like, if you don't get the job that you wanted, but you already applied to a handful of jobs or 10 jobs, that doesn't mean that feeling that you feel right after not getting it means you're depressed. You dig what I'm saying? Like, you're sad, you're upset, but that's not depressed. And this is why, ultimately... I have such a big beef with my generation just bigging up depression like that's where it's either you're happy or you're depressed or folks makes these jokes about it much more. Depression is a very, very serious thing, man, that when you're really depressed, you're really going to be that. Like my generation has to stop jacking depression. Like to me, my generation's handling of that is is getting is basically at the same level of folks who want to false claim a gang, false claim a neighborhood, false claim uh, a race, a nationality. I think is at that level. And when somebody is false claiming it, I think it needs to be handled with the same intensity and focus as when folks get mad if somebody wants to claim to be black or claim to be this and that or claim to be whatever it is. Because it's not cool, man. Folks that are truly depressed aren't going through what you other so-called depressed people are going through. And I know some folks can go, well, there's different stages of depression. Yes, you're right. There are different levels to depression, but there are many folks who I can speak to, whether it's personally or just see online through their handling of it, that they're not depressed. They can be very emotional. They can be very sad, but they're not depressed. People that are truly depressed, when you're really in that funk, there's really no getting out of it right away there's really no getting out of it excuse me for a a, a moment you know some folks that are really depressed that i've seen personally couldn't even fake the energy to be happy or fake the ability to have a conversation to be around people when they were really down and out they were down and out now i'm not saying it led to the fact that well the the biggest confirmation was that they killed themselves no i'm just saying their day-to-day handling of their life when truly depressed was different than a lot of you folks who claim to be depressed, but you're able to exude and live your, exude energy, excuse me, live your life in a way that a true depressed person can't. Again, I'll say it. I know there's levels to it, but even within certain levels of depression, those people that are really are that, they're not doing what some of you out there or doing who want to claim it. And I think that's why ultimately we have to stop with this bigging up depression. We should have conversations about depression. We should have conversations about how to handle it and how to help those who truly have it. But these conversations and much more aren't meant for you guys to look at it, review it, and then claim that you're that just because you're going through a little rough patch in your life or because you had a sad moment. Maybe you're just sad. Maybe you're just upset. But if you're able to still live your life and do things and just have that energy, then you're not depressed. You're not depressed at all. And and, and I'll stand by that. And I know that this could potentially offend some people. I know that even though it's not my intention to offend, that this could be deemed offensive. Oh, well, it is what it is because I know what I'm saying and I'm standing by my truth. And I know my intentions. And I know that my delivery right now is a one <laughs> i know when i listen back to this there was nothing that i left for uh 
that dissection or can be misconstrued. Uh, I mean, I've acknowledged there are multiple levels of depression. There are people out there who are truly depressed, and there are ways for you to know that and handle it. What I'm saying is, once again, a lot of you out there are false claiming depression because you look at it as it's a fad and it's cool. When reality is, there are other feelings that you can feel. You can be very sad. You can be very upset. You can be very nervous. You can be very anxious about something. You can be whatever. But it's not just you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, or you're very depressed. It's not that. It's never been that. And that's why context to a lot of these things that my generation has gotten into especially via social media is making the water so murky because folks want to incorporate their own view their own beliefs their own uh subjection of research into something that is already set in stone it's already set in stone man even the thing you think you add into you don't need to add to that man it's already set in stone stop trying to remix every damn thing for real, folks want to remix everything. Folks want to remix what emotions are. Folks want to remix what sexuality is. Folks want to remix what gender is. Folks want to remix what society is. Not everything is meant to be remixed. If you have something or whatever that can be added, that can define it more, of course. But stop trying to remix something because all you're doing, all you're doing, is enabling a lot of bad habits, and you're leading people down the wrong path to think it's either one way or the other. And you're just misinforming people. Like, that's that's another pretty big thing, too. But I think that's really all I wanted to say today. Um, my generation has made depression cool, and it's not cool at all. But I still want to say this. Um, to folks out there that have dealt with depression or dealing with depression or know somebody with depression, please be as patient with them as you can. Please keep them in your thoughts. Please listen. And ultimately, don't rush their process back. You know, one thing I learned from dealing with somebody very close to me that uh, that had depression or a couple people is no matter what your love and care is for them, ultimately, they have to see it in themselves. You, you understand? Like, and it goes back to what I said before, I think maybe in the last episode, it's about just self-care. Like, you can do so much for somebody, but ultimately, it comes down to all of us having that self-care within ourselves to where we could be in a position to want to live our lives and to move on and to receive somebody's love and energy and care and all of that good stuff. So just keep that in mind, man. But yeah, that's today's episode. Thank you for listening to uh, Untitled, an ongoing therapy session. Hopefully you liked the little intro. I was able to make it the beginning. Hopefully that sticks. And yeah, man, you can find us currently on Anchor and Apple Podcasts and hopefully on other platforms soon. You guys stay easy, all right? I'm out.